Hello, everyone. Before we jump into this week's episode, recapping everyone's favorite, Wooden Bachelor, I wanted to remind you that the show will not be on next week. I believe the NFL takes precedence over Clayton and his journey, and Monday night slot is reserved for football, which is fine. That gives y'all plenty of time to click on the link in the show notes to join our very own Bachelor bracket with last night's game. Do it. Do it. You'll have so much fun. Okay, back to this episode where some guy in Austin and I discuss the importance of things you need to know, like, is Clayton a lovable doofus? Does Stacy have the most adorable personality ever? Did Hillary Duff regret her decision to be on the show before or after speaking to Cassidy, the woman who hates children? And are there hidden cameras in the mansion? And if you could meet your childhood icon, who would it be? Can you guess mine? I'll give you a hint. Bayside Tigers forever. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 250 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with some guy in Austin. I sort of have a voice. I sort of have breath, but I'm still feeling like I could curl up on this desk right now and go to sleep like a cat. Well, um, I know Clayton didn't do much to uh, get you out of your funk. Uh, it wasn't like he was uh, tap dancing and... I mean, he is, he is the definition of a, of a doof is what I'm going to say. He's just, he's just a, yeah, he's a brick wall. I mean, (laughs) you, you believe, I believe you called him wooden. How do you like our wooden bachelor? And it, it really is. I'm going to walk here. I'm going to say this. I'm going to kiss this girl. (laughs) He does exactly what he's told. He does. Probably why he was cast. (laughs) <laughs> it is. I'm sure it is. And you know, you got to love him. The guy was thrown into this. He doesn't know anything. He came off a of Michelle season barely in it. So you you have to you have to love him. You just do. I wish he would quit licking his lips. That's the one thing I would love for him to stop doing is licking well, his then, lips. He looks like he has a toupee on. No, well, yeah, Laura mentioned that too. He needs a little take yeah. take a little off the top, or just let it all grow. What one, right. one or the other? He's he's got a little Justin Timberlake circa in sync vibe going on, but I think it's going to be fine. It's it's going to be. Who reminds me of who? You remember uh, when uh, Olivia Newton John dated uh, Lorenzo Lamas oh. in Greece? <laughs> okay. Too bad his brains are bigger than his biceps. Yeah. Stephanie often compares him to the big guy in Umbrella Academy, which I'm assuming you did not watch on Netflix. I've never even heard of that. Yeah. And it's a pretty accurate description if people want to Google image that right now. Yeah. But it, it he's fine. And how many times have we said over and over and over again, we watch this because the crazies 
who surround our lead, not yeah. because of the lead. The lead's not going to do anything. Well, sometimes they do, but you know, we're watching it for the crazy girls. Yeah. And I'm proud to say that the cast showed up in a crazy way. Week two, good for Cassidy for, you know, making waves. You think, uh, you think Lori Duff is still regretting that? Appearance? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hillary Duff is thinking, I'm way too popular for this. Yeah, How did she I let them talk me on yeah. to this show? That's right. Why does she need that kind of aggravation at she, all? She doesn't. She doesn't. So Hillary, Lizzie McGuire, if you will, she's on a new show called How I Met Your Father, which we are all assuming somehow is connected to how I met your mother, or maybe it's just the same premise and it's all different, but it's just told from the perspective of the mother instead of the father. I don't know, but it's on Hulu, which is somehow associated with ABC, but she's also on Bold Type, which is on Freeform, which is ABC. So I I don't know if now that's just a thing where they're trying to get people on the show from other ABC stuff. But man, she, at the beginning, she looked like, I'm going to act my way through this. And by the end, she thought, what have I done? Yeah, no, she, the second, what's her face? Uh, Cassidy. Cassidy mm. was like, I, I had posters of you. She was like, oh man. So what happens is it's a group date Mm -hmm. and we allegedly go to Hillary Duff's mansion home that is, you know, a stone's throw away from the bachelor mansion. And Hillary is there with Clayton and Cassidy is more excited about Hillary Duff than she is about Clayton Mm -hmm. in the beginning. Because as you said, you, you are my First concert I ever went to because Hillary Duff sings and acts and writes and does all the stuff. But what she's saying is Maya has a birthday. Is Maya her kid? I don't know. Who is Maya? We don't know. But there's maybe about a handful of children, a dozen or so, that they told act crazy and jump around in this bounce house for a little bit. And then they send them inside. And Hillary says, we have to get ready for a birthday party in 30 minutes. I have a task for each of you. And they're supposed to go off. And this one's supposed to decorate a cake. That one's supposed to hang streamers. This one's supposed to build some kind of dollhouse or something. And Cassidy takes Clayton over to the Duff swimming pool behind the shrubbery. And makes out with him for the 30 minutes. Was she smart in that? Or was she not? Because obviously this puts a target on Cassidy's back now. That, wait, where's Clayton? Where's Cassidy? And they were gone the entire time. Do you think this was a smart move on Cassidy's part? Is she playing the game? No, it's classless. I mean, you're going to make out at a birthday party? And he was like, okay. Okay. I go here now. Exactly. (laughs) Um, that, yeah. And I mean, the funniest, well, to, to back up real quick before all that happened, I loved how Jesse Palmer introduced himself again. Mm-hmm. He's like, Hey, I, I'm not Chris Harrison. I'm the host of the Batser. Um, and most then they, of your mothers probably know who I am. Right. And then, um, but, but, you know, I did a little, um, uh, scrolling 
And uh, he was The Bachelor in 2004. Oh. And it just strikes me that many of these contestants were younger than the children at the birthday party. Right. That yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Their mothers Absolutely. know who he is. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so. Um, and I answer, like that he said, this process works. And I wanted to go, yeah. well, it didn't work for you. <laughs> you know, even, even I didn't marry somebody that I met on the show. It worked. Um, okay. <laughs> 18 years later. But, but, but Cassidy was, um, I, I thought that was just stupid. Okay. But, you did. You don't think that had any kind of. I mean, she got a date rose out of the whole thing. That's because he's a dunce. But <laughs> I, no, it just it was a dumb move. Okay. But then again, you know, I I would if someone gave me the option of making out um, with a dumb girl or putting together furniture, I I think I would pick the first. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she was like, "What did she say?" She's like. I'm not here to hang streamers, That's which right. is a great line. I'm not here to hang streamers. I'm here for Clayton. Yeah. Uh, so what happens is the kids all come back out. Again, they were just in the mansion. It's all very confusing and, and dumb and weird and unnecessary. But this is the show we watch. So they all come out. And soon Cassidy and Clayton come from behind the bushes hand in hand. And everybody, oh, where have they been? What is about happening? Oh, my gosh. And Cassidy then does two things. She sidles up next to Hillary Duff to chat her up because she's a childhood icon of hers. And then she joins a tea party with Sierra, who is a third grade teacher and has little kids around her. And Cassidy says, I don't know how to talk to you people. I try to stay away from you, meaning the children. (laughs) (laughs) And one of the smarter little girls says, you don't like kids? And Cassidy chooses not to answer. One of the the funniest part during that time they kept panning back to was a Gabby who was just seemed super confused about the playhouse assembly, which made me laugh. (laughs) She was trying to build that. There was no one around her and, and she was just trying to put together the playhouse but the the big secret, and anyone who's a teacher would know this, is that uh, who's the third? What's the third grade teacher's name? Uh, Serene. Serene. Serene hates children. I mean, she <laughs> she's trust me, she's a third grade teacher. She doesn't does want to see a child. Other than eight to four, she does not want to see a child. He doesn't. Yeah, but she's good at faking it, right? She's going to be respectful to the little kids, and um, Cassius wasn't having it. Cassidy so. wasn't having it, and so then whenever she puts that foot in her mouth, she decides to go get the birthday cake that Genevieve spent all 30 minutes decorating with Maya's name on it, yeah. and then she picks it up, and she starts singing, happy birthday to you, and everybody turns and looks, and Genevieve is ticked, because yeah. if anybody should be holding the cake and singing happy birthday, it should be Genevieve, because she decorated it, what? And then um, I am 100% sure Cassidy did not know who Maya was, which little girl was Maya, number one. Number two, she trips and drops the cake. <laughs> but yeah, that was so fake. <laughs> so she doesn't have to say, dear Maya, and search in the crowd for, oh, which girl is Maya? I'm not sure. And so she drops the cake all over the Duff's perfectly manicured yard. Yeah. And no kids get upset about this. No one seems to 
care. And then she sort of starts a food fight with Clayton. So then they can go back to the pool again and wash off the icing and make out a little bit more and dry hump on the side. Yeah. Um, Serene got in some quality qual- time, but I just, I still don't think it made a difference to Clay in. <laughs> it didn't. No. I um, mean, and I then the one wo- teacher and he's like, Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> there was the one girl who was the clown um, yep. I think Melina maybe, and she seemed to do good. I think I don't know. Yeah, she looked like she was trying too hard, but she did. She did show up. She did show up in a big way. Here's my question to you: If you had a childhood icon that came out from behind the bouncy house in this situation, who would that have been for you that you would have been so stoked to see? A childhood icon? Uh-huh. I don't know. Ric Flair. <laughs> the wrestler? Yeah. Okay. I'll allow it. I mean, Saturday morning wrestling was a big deal. I liked Hulk Hogan. Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Was it Sunday morning? Yeah. It was a oh. and where I was mid-south, you know. <laughs> I knew Hulk Hogan and the junkyard dog and... Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yes, that's right. Are you before then? There was a local. It was Mid South Wrestling before WWE and all that appeared. It was this local thing. It was filmed in the Sam Houston Coliseum, and it was super low rent. But a lot of the characters who ended up being in the WWE started out there, and I always liked Ric Flair. So was it those brothers that were there, like the Vaughn? Von Erics, no, yeah. Von Erics, yes. They were good looking. I would have probably been excited to see them. I think my person, had I been really excited to see, it would have been um, probably Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, maybe she could have showed up for me. <laughs> she could have. I would yeah. have liked that. There was also this kid. Before we had the new Mickey Mouse Club that had Justin Timberlake and um, Ryan Gosling and Brittany and Christina all on that one, there was one before that that was a, a newer Mickey Mouse Club and you haven't heard of any of the people unless you knew it. And this kid, Damien, gosh, I thought he was good looking. He sang a he song called... He would be great in the bouncy house. Mm, he sang know. this song called "Summertime." It was great. How old is Hillary Duff? Is she like Miley Cyrus age, or is she before her? She's before her a little bit. Well, and then I get confused between her and uh, Mandy Moore. Were they the same kind of class? I, I think they are the same kind of class. Yes, but Mandy Moore may be a little bit older than Hillary okay. Duff. What it was Mandy probably Moore did she sing. Mandy sang, yes. I'm missing you like candy. Wow. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. I know that Party in the USA (laughs) song by Miley Cyrus. Sing a little bit. Let's hear it. And and I think, too, I think. um, Wait, wait. You just went right past that. No, no. You sing a little bit. What is it? I'm like something on a party. Put your hands up. Yeah, yeah, they're playing our song. Yeah. Anyway, she did that Not in my head, she, like yeah. Then what do you do? I don't know. She did that. She did that. She, all I know is she did that on her Trash New Year's Eve special with Pete Davidson. <laughs> By the way, I'm still just, uh, I mean, flabbergasted that Pete Davidson dates every hot person in in, in the yeah. world. 
He made a deal him. with somebody, clearly. Mm-hmm. Yes, and he's he's funny enough, I guess, but he's also seems to me like deep down he seems kind of angry. I do. I agree. There's there's something there. Pete needs um, a hug. Yeah, okay, sorry. we go to the cocktail party, and I have a very important question to ask you about the cocktail party. White hoodie under a blazer. React. Um. That is something that would happen to me if I was really cold. <laughs> and those are the only two items of clothing in the room. You didn't think that was cool and thought, I'm going to introduce this into the courthouse? No, is, that, is, that a, is that a thing, though? Because You know, the only, only time I've seen that is on Big Bang Theory. But here's the thing. In order to wear a blazer <laughs> over a hoodie, especially if you're a guy Clayton size, the, the blazer has to be... Um, sized for that. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's, you have to do that on purpose. Yeah. Um, he did look like he was going to burst out of that at any <laughs> second. He did. <laughs> so you're saying no to that? No, I, I don't, I don't, I mean, is he going to work out or is he going to a cocktail party? I don't know. <laughs> hey, that's <laughs> about to say, it could be either, but in this case, it's a cocktail party. It's, it's like the mullet. Like you know, you're 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 formal, but you like to party. But you, know? you like yeah, to right. mm, 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 mm. only if they tell you to party. Though you don't party unless they tell you to party. This you is have, what you will be wearing, Clayton. Do you wear um, do you wear white shirts a lot? No, I don't either because you get stuff on them. No. <laughs> okay. And then the room forever. Like you could spill. Like the other day. I was sitting in my chair, leaning back, and I was looking at the the screen. I was reading a document, and um, I, I sort of like um, I don't know if it was a hiccup or whatever, but I sort of half sneezed, <laughs> and I had coffee in my mouth, and one little drop came out and hit my shirt. Now, if that was a white shirt, that drop would be there forever. <laughs> and it doesn't matter how much of that bleach stuff I put on you, know, like the the tide, like the little Stain uh, stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a pin, and you you put it on there. It still would, it still would show. And so you would just, I don't own, I don't wear white stuff. Fascinating. Yes, well, Clayton does. Clayton does, and yeah. he loves it. He just yeah. enjoys the heck out of it. No, seriously, Leonard Hofstetter on Big Bang Theory. He didn't like wear a blazer blazer, but he always had a hoodie with a jacket over it. Always. Never seen that show. It's the best. Is that the Kaylee? How do you say her Mm -hmm. last name? Coco. Mm -hmm. Kaylee Coco. Yeah. I can't decide if she's attractive or not. She is. Okay. It's it's, it's like Danica Patrick. I can't decide if she's attractive or not. She is. Okay. I'm going to skip past the cocktail party because yes. not a whole lot happened other than Cassidy getting the date rose and everybody being mad at her and saying, why did you walk off with Clayton? And she said, uh, I'm not here to hang streamers. I'm here to That's date right. the bachelor. And they all said, but what about the children? We were supposed to be there for the children and you weren't. And she's just she's like, kind of, okay. It's like, they're all paid childhood actors. Their, their, their childhood <laughs> has been stolen from them anyway. Now let's talk about Susie. Susie what? is, is one of my favorites and she got the first one-on-one date. Remember Teddy, the young one got the first impression rose, but Susie gets the first one-on-one date. 
She's a doll. They go in a helicopter. Have you ever ridden in a helicopter? I have not. You have, is that something you would want to do? I mean, I would do it. It's not on my list. Like, I don't I don't have any desire to jump in one, no. If you were in a helicopter and riding around, what is it that you're looking at below? Like, are um, you wanting waterfalls? Are you wanting over the ocean? Are you wanting a safari? Are you wanting buildings? I think all of the above. I think it would be fun to uh, fly at a low altitude over a city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? They like sort that, of did yeah. that. Yeah, they sort of did that, but they end. I was on a helicopter once to get offshore, and yeah. I didn't know how I felt about that because it, it, it was probably an hour from the wow. edge to the rig we ended up on. But, dude, if you had taken a boat, it would have been six. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm not a big fan of over the ocean anything. And you know, I had to do the helicopter underwater evacuation training to get oh, on they, that to did, go. Like where they throw you in the water and you have to get out. Yes. Like Richard Gere in Officer and a Gentleman. Yes. Wow. I know. They put you in this simulator, and so you're so it's in a it's in my mind. It and I'm sure there are fancier places, but in my mind, it was going to be in this big, huge dark tank in some building. No, we were at the Texas A&M Galveston University swimming pool. Uh-huh. And but they have this simulator to where it's like a cockpit of a helicopter and you get in it and you have to wear your boots, your coveralls, your hard hat. You have to you have to carry your hard hat. You're not wearing it cuz you wouldn't be wearing your hard hat in a helicopter, but you would have your shoes on, your steel-toed boots on. In the helicopter. Isn't that crazy? And so pretend you're sitting. Then they dunk you and you go, you, so pretend you're at 12 o'clock on a clock and then they dunk you and you end up at six o'clock. So up becomes down and left becomes right. Are you trending with me? Yeah. And then you got to get out. Then you have to unbuckle your seatbelt and hand over hand, crawl out the window and swim to the top. This is stressing me out. (laughs) And they put a helmet over you that covers your eyes because you're not going to be able to see anything under the water. Like a falcon? Yes, exactly. (laughs) It's exactly like a falcon. And then you know what happened to me. You know, many of our listeners may not know, but you know, I have toe thumbs. I have very big toe thumbs. And my toe thumbs, as I was... Get you have to do it three times in a row. So you're with a partner. The first time you go, you each go out your own window. The second time you both go out the left window. The third time you both go out the right window. So I'm in there with my boss, Bill. So we unbuckle, you're hanging upside down. You unbuckle, you figure out how to get out and you feel like you want to swim up, but you actually swim down because down is now up. It's wow. very weird. And you pop out and they're, yeah, you did it. And then you get back in. So then we're both supposed to go out Bill's window. I'm supposed to count to 10 to let him get out, you know, and then I follow him out. And so I'm hanging upside down. When you're underwater, hanging upside down with a falcon mask. On. Yeah. <laughs> but actually counting to 10 did help me get my bearings a little bit more. And so I'm counting to 10 And then I'm unbuckling my seat and my toe thumb gets caught 
in something oh and I have to jerk my toe thumb out and then I go out his window and go up. Then the third time we go out my window, he's supposed to count to 10. Homeboy shoves me out the window and then like shoves me out the window and then follows me and pops up before me. And he was like, what are you waiting for so long? And I said, you were supposed to count to 10 to let, I'm trying to save my life. I'm not. And I was like, oh, you're going to let me perish down below. Because was, um, was your relationship drastically changed with Bill after this? Yes, it was. <laughs> it really, really was. And our photographer, Mark. <laughs> I had, we all had to keep Mark warm in the ice of whatever ocean where some, I don't know, some rigs are in cold, cold water. And, you know, this guy's experiencing hypothermia. How do you help him? And you all have to huddle around Mark. I was like, this is a little, a little too. That's a little too weird. intimate for me and Mark right now. But the third time um, I I popped up and we got, we got our certificates and it was really great. And you had to have that certificate to get on the helicopter to get offshore. Well, congratulations. I don't think, you know, it would be really great. I think and as you've been saying this, this would be an awesome bachelor date. Wouldn't it? Yes. Oh, that would be really cool. Falcon mask and Clayton having to count to 10. You know what the... And the voiceover would be like, (laughs) you know, being upside down in a helicopter that's being filled with water is like marriage. You You realize at one point, what am I doing? And this doesn't feel right. Right. I can't breathe. I can't yeah. breathe. I don't like this. <laughs> oh, I'll, oh. Be, I'll tell you what, though. I would do the hypothermia thing with Susie. She's very attractive. <laughs> Way to bring it back <laughs> Susie is, and they have matching dimples. So cute. But what the best part about their helicopter ride is that it landed on a yacht. A pretty mm-hmm. sweet yacht, and that's never happened on The Bachelor before. So I thought that no, was they're, great. They've been saving money through COVID. They're, they're <laughs> that's exactly COVID. right. That and prop closet in whatever tatious yeah. season. So speaking of, you know, we have Hillary Duff's uh, uh, mansion in Beverly Hills, and uh, I, I think um, every time I see him these days, Leo DiCaprio, uh, if he's not um, complaining about the environment, he's on a giant mega yacht. So I was expecting him to maybe. <laughs> pop out and say, Hey, hey Susie. <laughs> yeah, I'm partying with 14 models. Do you want to show up? Oh, that's hilarious. Um, they end up, I don't know, jumping off the yacht, getting in the hot tub, doing all the things. And then they go to dinner. And there was a moment where Susie talks about her father and how he has some health issues. But the whole point of the story was her mom didn't leave her dad's side. So what we learned from this is Clayton really likes that Susie is compassionate, that she's sweet, that she's humble, that she wants a marriage like her parents' marriage. She loves her family. So all these good things. And as a reward for being so great, they have a private concert with Amanda Jordan, who is the new Caroline Jones, I guess. Who is Amanda Jordan uh, Laura looked it up. She is 21 Canadian country star. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Like Shania Twain is a Canadian country star. There you go. That. She is the next Shania Twain. You heard it here. 
first. There you go. Um, so what, Susie what, gets what a date rose though. And I thought that was interesting that he gives her the date rose while the girl, Amanda is serenading them. That hasn't happened before either. Usually they get it at dinner and then she takes her rose with her to the concert. Yes. But here yes. he and gave it to her at the concert. And what, what do we think of Susie? I like Susie. Susie's not going to win. I, I, I don't think that Susie's gonna, I think Susie's too, um, Susie's gonna want more from her husband yeah. than what she's Clayton like, has to offer. She's quite a catch, I think. And, um, he's boring. <laughs> I mean, he. I do see potential, is. um, next bachelorette though. I do too. I do too. Susie will do well as a bachelorette. She would also be great in paradise. But if she stays cute and fun and sweet and confident, I think she's going to be a fan favorite for sure. Then we have our second group date. My favorite part about this second group date was the beginning of it where we have Cassidy. Remember Cassidy, who's dry humping Clayton at the Duff swimming pool. She is coaching Shanae on how to get a rose how Mm -hmm. to win, how to play this game. And they straight up film it. She, and I don't, could you tell if it was one of those cameras that they didn't know was there? I feel like they have secret cameras in the mansion now, like they do at paradise or am I wrong? No, the whole place is wired. I think, But but I feel like we saw that and we typically traditionally don't, see that i felt like they were like in a bedroom or something and she was like saying it. you just have to be bold this is how you get a rose you just have um, to be bold and you have it wasn't like out by the pool or anything it just felt she's coaching her and i thought we've that's funny to me that remember the, remember the quote no tell me um do you have your finger on the button <laughs> yes she said something like tomorrow's very important Important. The earlier earlier you get started, better. (laughs) (laughs) We should crochet that on a pillow. (laughs) Super sweet. Put it in the bachelor shop and we can all buy it online. Exactly. Mm, Gosh. Jesse Palmer can sign it. (laughs) And then everybody goes, who? Uh, I think that the date, so, so Shanae, goes into the date feeling very confident. She knows that she needs to be bold. She knows that she needs to uh, get in there (laughs) from the beginning. And what happens is they all jump in a straddle, Clayton, and then he takes them into this room and it's a makeshift classroom. And there is a comedian who I had never heard of before, but she's pretty popular named Z-Way. And she's taking them through this is this a red flag or not? And it's, you hold up the paddles. Have I done this? Have I not done this? That part doesn't matter. What matters is Shanae runs in first and immediately sits down. Mistake. Because Clayton is kind of after her and then he sits down somewhere else. And then, uh uh-oh, Elizabeth gets to sit down beside him. So already Shanae is mad at Elizabeth because she sat down in an empty seat by process of elimination. Well, but Shanae is, she's going for that early connection thing that, that, that she was advised. So I really can't blame Shanae for being competitive <laughs> at that moment. But and Shanae who- should have tailed Clayton or at least held his hand or said, Clayton, come sit by me. And she That's didn't. 
Yeah. No, you're right. She fumbled. Who who was the what's the lady's name that was doing the thing? Z Way. Who is she? She's like a comedian, uh, really popular comedian right now. Talks about politics and Did you find her funny? Racial stuff. No, but I think they didn't give her a chance to be funny. I think she probably had a shtick that she was doing because at the beginning she felt harsh and kind of mean. But I don't think that's I don't think that's what they were going for. They pro- she probably had a lot of funny stuff that they ended up cutting out because all they cared about was Shanae getting pumped yeah. by everyone. Because then they they put them all in white white again, and you saw how dirty they were at the end of this obstacle course. But white sports bras and little short shorts. And they take them through an obstacle course. Again, the obstacle course isn't important. They're having to slide through things and drink milk for some reason and jump from what looked like toast floating in red goo, but jump from the, and Shanae legit, we saw it on camera, shoves Elizabeth to where she falls off the floaty thing so Shanae can win. However, Shanae does not win the obstacle course. So she's dropped the ball twice now. Do you think that was uh, more or less humiliating than the jelly res- Jello wrestling date a few seasons ago? Less. Jello wrestling is terrible. I don't know, but the white the white outfits. I mean, it's like a wet t shirt. Uh, I guess. I guess they ended up having to break through an emotional wall. Get it with a sledgehammer and then run through it and jump and straddle Clayton on the other side. The person who won was tiny, small, young Sarah. She's twenty three. We really know nothing about her. So all you need to know is that she's tiny and she's 23 and she won and Shanae did not. Shanae now says it's Elizabeth's fault that she is not farther along in this process because when they all get to the cocktail party, Clayton does his toast and they all say cheers and Elizabeth immediately says, Clayton, can we go talk? And I meant Shanae, the audacity. How dare she go talk to Clayton first? And so then Shanae creates Elizabeth as a villain. And she tells Clayton that Elizabeth is a red flag because she's two-faced and she ignores Shanae. Yeah. Well, then, of course, Clayton has to go ask Elizabeth, hey, Shanae told me you're two-faced. I mean, it was dumb. It was so junior high. He didn't even know how to handle it. Elizabeth shuts it down saying, I don't know what she's talking about, but I'm happy to go to discuss this with her. And it's completely made up. Yeah. Well, and then then, then Shanae, uh, I think, said something about showing her kindness. Yeah. um, but, But she forgot that she shoved her on the obstacle course, which wasn't too kind. That was not kind. And and she said, you ignore me all the time. And I, you were talking to whoever. And then Elizabeth says, well, I have ADHD. So sometimes I have to block out somebody and so I can focus on the one thing. Well, then Shanae later tells everybody that Elizabeth has ADHD and they get so mad that she would share her mental disease with the entire with with 2 million people. Right. But that was not Shanae's to share. And so now we have about eight women who are really mad at Shanae. 
and they're all on Elizabeth's team because Elizabeth is literally looking at them saying, I did nothing. She's saying that I have ignored her. I've known her for 24 hours. I'm unsure what is happening here. Yeah, it, it was all it was all manufactured. Uh, Elizabeth did use the uh, I believe it was the first of the season, your and I's relationship, which she was, did. Uh, I mean, that that can't be a product of ADHD. It's just your and I's relationship. Yeah, it's a product of our American school system. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I thought, um, did you find yourself increasingly impatient watching that whole exchange? I did. And I was very glad whenever Elizabeth shut it down and just said, hey, you know what? I think let's just let bygones. We'll move forward. I'll try to do better. And she moved on. Then we get to the rose ceremony. Well, gosh darn it. Here we all go again with Elizabeth and Shanae and it's it's so dumb. All it's just so so dumb. And Cassidy is seeing that her protege is not handling the situation. Okay, she's basically telling her, "No, you're turning yourself into a villain, and you can't make it to where everybody is on her team and not your team. It's okay if they don't like you because that's the name of the game. But you're now." making yourself a villain against the townsfolk and they're going to come at you with pitchforks. And she still doesn't understand. She still brings up ADHD and more in front of other people. And then you see Cassidy start to back away from Shanae and distance herself a little bit. And then she tries a unique tactic to get all of the talk off of Shanae and Elizabeth. Cassidy takes her rose and sways it in the air and says, all of these things that Clayton technically didn't say, but she says he really likes how confident I am. And he said, we're in a really good place. And I got to make out with him twice at our group date. And we just really, really have a strong connection. And so she's trying to say, look how awesome I am. Well, Mm -hmm. Sierra doesn't stand for it. Because no. she knows something. Would you like to tell the audience listening what it is that Sierra knows and what she tells our bachelor, the super dark secret that Cassidy is holding? I've already forgotten, but I think it's she has a friend with benefits. Yes. <laughs> she called him. When you, when, you, when you put me on the spot, I thought, oh my gosh, it was two days ago I watched the show. What? What is it? I it is. Forgot. It's friends with benefits. How do we know? Because Cassidy told Sierra, and it's on camera. Clayton is very surprised to hear this. Sierra goes on to say, they talked, they FaceTimed the day before she came, and they have plans to meet back together and watch the show. And so Clayton, he doesn't even have words to process. No, you talk about an unforced error. Not not that she was going to win anyway, because that whole in-your-face, I'm-better-than-you-are thing would eventually catch up to her. Exactly. And why are you telling people that? Yeah. Why? And you know, cameras are everywhere. And I could tell that one was a super secret camera. That one felt very bachelor in paradise to me, like Mm -hmm. grainy. It was far away, but here's the thing. Clayton can't even form words. He's just going, um, um, you know, um." the best part though is when he goes for a rule check with Jesse Palmer and Palmer looks like, um, um, (laughs) 
Do you think they call Chris Harrison in that moment? Yes. I yeah, do. You <laughs> just picture some butler with a red phone on a, you know, on a silver tray, like walking to the pool. Uh, Mr. Harrison, you have a phone call. Do you think Harrison answers the question? Yeah, he was like, look, uh, I, you know, I, I don't have any skin in the game anymore. Let him do what he wants. The, um, the, the question was, has anyone ever taken a rose back before? Yeah. And I thought Palmer was going to come out of his. <laughs> He's like, of, oh, 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 I yeah. don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Darn it. Week two. Mm, I thought I'd at least get to the end. <laughs> Well, and then all of us, you know, like we're screaming at the TV, like, hey, Palmer, there are no rules. There's no rules. It's a journey. It's Clayton's journey. He can do what he wants. I hopped up the plane at LAX with a dream in my cardigan. Welcome to the land of fame, XX. Am I going to fit in? Jumped in the cab. Here I am for the first time. Look to my right. Hey, thank y'all for listening. Remember, the show won't be on next week because of an NFL wildcard game. So you have an extra few days to get signed up for the Bachelor Bracket we are doing with last night's game. It's super easy. It's so much fun. And I've left a convenient link in the show notes so you can join us. And we're going to have prizes. It's going to be so great. I'm currently tied for second place, so I'm pretty excited about that. But you only have one week that's gone by, so join us. It's going to be super fun. If you'd like to read a recap of Clayton's season, head on over to IHateGreenBeans.com for years and years and years of content. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It really does help people find us. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there. Until we're together again, love you, mean it. Texas forever. Texas forever.